104.7 Triple M. Hello, Adelaide. No one knows Adelaide like these guys. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Laws. Overnight news. Oh, the Super Bowl's been run and won. We know that. Now people are suggesting that Tex Walker could be the next person to go in the NFL. Sav Rocker, who used to play for Collingwood and North Melbourne, thinks that Tex could go over there and be a kicker. Um, they're also suggesting uh, Trent McKenzie. And I would... Wait, now? But... What's the what are the age ranges of people playing? Sav Rocker went over there, age thirty two, and played till he's forty. <gasps> uh, ben Graham went over there in his thirties and do it. Yeah, all you have to do is kick, Loz. It's not you don't so have to run, walk you don't on, have to kick dodge, you don't have to walk off. bend over and touch your toes. All you have to do is go and kick. I think yeah, that's it. So, 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 are you serious? Yeah, they're very specialised. Yeah, that's why uh, players. Quite enough. There's probably been half a dozen players that have gone over from. Yeah. The so they're open. just consultants, really, just being hired <laughs> to go over. Guns gun. for hire. Yeah. 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 Yep. That's their role. That is all they do. So uh, it'd be interesting. Does Depends the quarterback just throw? But oh, he's got to dodge and involved. weave yeah. and okay. do a bit. But, but a kicker just kicks. Tom Brady yeah. played till he's nearly 40. Yeah. So you know, result. the kicker isn't on the ground for mm. 99% of the game. He's just sitting on the bench. They go, right, hey, we need you so now. just a Get spectator, on there, really. Kick it and oh, then walk well, off again. Over playing in a fraction. He's the best kicker in the world. High, see, I would be... Awful at that. I can't do high pressure things where I just get one shot. Well, that's why they get paid the big I bucks. I have to be laws. in the sort of the yeah. midst of it and do it can't quite. I believe so. they don't do a hammy, you know, Ruth. Like you, Who? You, well, because you're just sitting there, like yeah, you, I'm you'd sure want to stay stretching. Yeah, and you'd want to keep warm, wouldn't you? Go. There'd mm. be, be high performance yeah. gurus there, making sure they're primed, ready to go when needed. Yeah. Would he do it? Do you reckon, Tex? We should ask him when he comes well, in. Depends if we need him every Tuesday morning, right here. Well, if all he's got to do is kick, he could probably, yeah, yeah. just right. call in. Mm. Mm. All right. Yeah, watch this space. Pearl Jam. Um, uh, they're coming to Australia. They have been announced. Not yep. to Adelaide again, which is uh, Classic. Um, they said Taylor Swift not coming to Adelaide will cost the economy $100 million. So people out there who have a crack at Peter Malinowskis for going and getting live golf or the gather round or or getting big concerts need to just calm the farm. Well, they just got to understand the whole situation because if the big entertainment gigs don't come to Adelaide, then you have people like my yeah. wife and everyone else flying interstate and leaving money over there. Yeah. So just, just quickly, we want you... them flying here. Mm. We do. I know we do. We and just that's also what want with live golf. ramping that's to what... get sorted. I think mm. just want what. We just want everything to be done, you know, like not just the events. I think that's what a lot of people I speak to are happy about the events, but they just, they prefer healthcare to be taken care of first. Yeah. Mm. But anyway, that's probably a chat for Tell another time. Tell me a state when we're ramping's on. No, it's okay awful everywhere. Yeah. I don't think that's maybe, maybe it's not fixable. No, not unique. Is it? Yeah. Well, that's the question, isn't it? Also, do you say Pearl Jam or Pearl Jam? Because I feel like there's two. Oh, really? Yeah. There's two ways of saying What's, it. Which Pearl word are you changing? It depends on the emphasis because you say Pearl Jam, I say Pearl Jam, but I know a lot of people that say Gee, Pearl Jam. Wow. Anyway, that's hang the big, that's the more important question than ramping. Hang on, hang yeah, on. Do we fix ramping or yeah, do we Pearl Jam? Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Pearl Jam. Right. Pearl Jam. <laughs> What's the next thing we've got to sort out? <laughs> Sarah Lee. So the company went into in, uh, to voluntary administration last year. Yeah. Um, the dessert so, makers, yeah. Yeah, they deserted the desserts because it was just getting too hard. But Australians, Clark and Brooke Quinn, how great is that? Mm-hmm. Clark Quinn, what a name. Mm-hmm. Um, they got the keys to it, so they're going to try and sort it out. 
and and fix it all up. These guys took over Daryl Lee um, and brought it back from voluntary administration. Is that it all in the family? They bought Sarah Lee and yep. they bought Daryl Lee. Yeah, all the Lees Darryl, are there. Right. Daryl and Sarah. Sarah. Okay. I'm going to yep. fix you. So they say it's up yeah, to right. the Australian, they can do all the work, but it's up to the Australian people to come and buy the product. Oh, like yeah. if you want it, it's work. there. <laughs> it doesn't work. Didn't work last time. No. Right. Hmm. Hey, uh, last year it's been announced that we spent 107 million hours on hold. Australians. <laughs> what? 107 million hours. And what is that, 25 million people? What's yeah, that, four hours four each? Four hours each. My brain can't even compute that. That's crazy. You just cannot ring anyone anymore, can no. you? get any service for anything. If, if you don't... I handle right. those jobs. Uh, the worst, Sorry. your local council. Yeah. And this, this won't surprise Your local me. council? Local council mm. are the worst. What about apparently. Telstra or no, something? No, no, hang on. Qantas came in next. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Qantas. Jetstar Virgin. So the airlines yeah. came in next. Is um, it Qantas would be for complaints. Yeah. yeah. Optus. Yeah. Uh, Telstra, yeah. Then all of the energy companies, and then the yeah. banks. Oh. I don't think there's any surprise in any of this, really. Is where's there? Centrelink? Uh, Make they the list. Were, yeah, they were on the oh, list. Oh god, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, look, I've spent a lot of my time on hold. There's a struggling uni student who couldn't pay her bills and needed Centrelink, <laughs> right. and was on the hold to Telstra because my plan was cancelled yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. I've actually got a little compilation of my favourite hold music. Oh, have you? Yeah. Would you like to hear some Please. of it? Yeah. So let's start with um, the Commonwealth Bank. Uh, this one's a classic. Thank you for waiting. We appreciate your patience oh, yeah. and we'll be with you as soon as possible. Here we go. Yeah. 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 I'd be folding the laundry, listening to that on speaker. Um, Centrelink's next. Classic. Oh, come on. You're not in the bloody opera. That's Centrelink. Yeah, that's Centrelink. Um, Medicare, who I have. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I found an earache that it is. If you're not, if you're not yeah. sick already. <laughs> yeah. Um, my energy provider, Luma Energy, I've been on hold with them quite a bit. Mm. Um, they've got a more upbeat oh. sort of... Well, that's a proper nah. song, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'll be in the kitchen doing where's, the dishes. Hey, I'm still annoyed where's, at being on where's hold. Where's that one? <laughs> 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 I know, know that one. What? Yeah. That one, I can hear it. I don't know. Maybe. Well, this one's Optus, I think. Oh, when I hear of, this. It sounds like you're the voice. It does a bit. Wait for the breakdown. That bits. was the start of your voice. Yeah, wait for the breakdown. Fancy, get on with that. Is that where Fancy stole it from? <laughs> <laughs> he was on hold of Optus one day. Wait, wait, just. It's coming. Uh, Hang on, the beat's going to drop. Wait for the drop. Oh, wait, wait for the no drop. No hold on for that long. Oh, Oh, yeah, <laughs> you, have you been smoking shit this morning on the way in, Loz? Oh, that's a bop. You know what? It's a banger. You know how Triple J do the hottest 100? Yeah. We could do the hottest 10 and it could just <laughs> right. be hold music. Okay. Yeah, Australia would go nuts. Any suggestions on good on hold music, send them in on 04885 Yeah, man, that's a sick track. Thank you very much. What have you been listening to on hold? Sorry, it's a Loz. Triple M. Triple M Breakfast with Rue, Dits and Loz. The best breakfast show in Adelaide. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Lehman. Lehman! I'm Anthony Lehman. Hello on this Wednesday morning, Lemo. Oh, g'day guys. Wonderful to be with you again. And I've got, you know what, I'm making a habit of this. I'm a little bit dusty again. Oh, again. No. Oh, what happened? What were you oh, celebrating? Yeah, I've been drinking with Barnaby Joyce. Oh, oh no. no. Are you on medication as well? Oh. <laughs> He knows how to turn it on. Oh, oh, he was only making a phone call. 
He was just making a phone call, laying on his back in a Canberra street. I mean, who hasn't, mate? Yeah. I know. On the bright side, at least he was face up. He wasn't face down. Yes. yes. That's right. Yeah. It, 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 so, there's a big difference, isn't there? Let's focus on the positives. Who said you can't have a big night out in Canberra? Yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> he, he says he slipped off a planter box. That planter box is in a detention centre as we speak. Oh, no. yeah, lock it up. <laughs> you know that bloke? Pistol that and boot. Yeah. Pistol and boot. Remember them? Why hasn't anyone done this meme? Pistol and Boo having a leak on Barnaby Joyce. Oh, that's good. Hey, remember when... The whole pistol and boo thing happened. Johnny Depp gave his assessment of Barnaby Joyce to Jimmy Kimmel in America. This is what he said. He looks somehow like inbred with a tomato. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not a criticism. No, no, not no. at all. He's <laughs> cracks in red. I can't believe Barnaby Joyce got brought up on Jimmy Kimmel. What on earth? He is, he is global, Loz. He is global. Yeah, in uh, shape, yeah. But it seems that uh, Barnaby says he's he learned his lesson. Just a one-off. Yeah. Little little hiccup there. I mean, one-off, that's if you don't count last year when he watched the wrong Matildas game. Yeah. Can you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think he was on prescription meds then too. Pub. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but he, uh, here he is on Sunday. I'm not sure that he's learned his lesson, though. I mean, listen carefully. Here he is on Sunrise Monday morning. Barnaby, let's start with you. Morning. How morning. are you? Uh, look, I'm uh, obviously, <laughs> uh, you know, I've, I made a big mistake. <laughs> uh, what else can you say? I'm <laughs> 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 lame. I hate how much I'm laughing at that. <laughs> Oh, you can't laugh at your own jokes. I can't help myself. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, all the best to Barnaby. Hey, yeah. guys, it's T minus two. Taylor Swift touches down in two days. Right, right. In mm. Australia. Big week for her. She won the Super Bowl on Monday. Yeah. She started to. She won, yeah. She yeah. did. Yeah. The Taylor Swift benefit match. <laughs> that's, her, that's her Super Bowl. How's it? We interviewed Eddie Maguire out on the ground post Super Bowl. He was standing about 10 metres away from Taylor Swift because, of course, Ed gets the access. You know Ed. Yeah. Right? Ed was standing about 10 metres away from Taylor Swift and Travis Kelsey out on the ground when they first oh. came together and kissed. And Eddie literally, in his uh, interview with us uh, on the Rush Hour, commentated, delivered commentary <laughs> blow by blow of that kiss. Have a listen. <laughs> and here we go for the money shot. Here it comes. Bang! Hey! 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 He's on fire. There you go. That is the photo that will rock the world. That's since Joe DiMaggio and Marilyn Monroe got it together. <laughs> have we seen anything like this? Wow! It does have a bit of the Joe DiMaggio, Marilyn Monroe sort of sporting star crossover with the big it, pop star. It really does, Loz. It really does. And I can tell you, Eddie went on to follow them back to the hotel room and continue the call. <laughs> <laughs> Some good stuff. And hey, spare a thought for at least one Taylor Swift fan this weekend. Uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who's going to see Taylor Swift. Now, I won't reveal who that friend is just yet, but imagine this. You're a massive Taylor Swift fan. She means everything to you. You're going with your best couple of girlfriends, maybe you're 17 or 18 years old. You're lined up for ages. You somehow got tickets. You get there early to the MCG. You get in your seat. You've got your wristbands on or whatever they're bloody called and 
you're waiting, you're excited. And then in the seat in front of you, in walks six foot 11 Mason Cox. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He is going to see Taylor Swift. Oh. Oh. Spare a thought for the person who's going to be sitting behind him this weekend. Mason Cox Come with his goggles Coxie. on. Ogling Swifty. I love it. They shouldn't he have backstage pass anyway? Being American. Yeah, I thought so. Last yeah. time he was on the G, he won a bloody premiership. So. Yeah. But anyway, he's ruining someone's day this week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, go and say good day to Barnaby and Eddie, and we'll catch up with you next week. Good on you guys. Thanks, hey, don't forget Leo. to get tickets for the fringe. Yes. Camper Van Go. Yes. Can't wait. First week of March. Brilliant. Beautiful. Good on you, Lemo. Yeah. Join us guys. every Wednesday morning. Triple M Breakfast with Blue Dits and Lies. What a goal! Overnight Sports. Crows coach Matthew Nix was on Channel 7 last night and he spoke about uh, the expectations for the season ahead. There's an expectation there, and, and so there should be. They should be confident on, on what they've seen in our group and that we'll continue to improve. Our expectation is to play finals footy. We've done a lot of work this year on some scenario and how we'll get the job done in those. Fifth year in charge, and I, I reckon that's uh, fair enough too. He, he's saying that uh, I think from what Crows fans saw last year, Rue, you'd expect to play finals and do pretty well. Yep, absolutely. Got to embrace the expectations and uh, do everything you can to deliver on it. So it's exciting. All right. He also spoke about his coaching future. The contract runs out at the end of this year, and, and I've enjoyed the journey, but we're already in conversation, and I'm really comfortable where that sits at this point. It's part of you know the, the goal we set out, the big the long-term goal, so it'll be one where we'll just work our way through that as we go, and if it's pre, pre the first round, we'll so be it, and if it's not, we'll just keep working through it. All right, we know that Port Adelaide are down at uh, Victor Harbour. They were at Encounter Bay yesterday. Uh, and they uh, did junior clinics, um, as normally happens with these community camps. Todd Marshall, apparently, about or they're about to announce a long-term deal for the young mm, forward. Yep. He's, he's free agent at the end of the year. So if you don't get a deal done shortly, mm. then the open market will, uh, will really come into play. I think there's a bit of mail around. He's had some big offers from interstate. What do you but mean? That, like every free agent... That's worth their, uh, you know, worth uh, targeting. They've been targeting him. Yeah. They do it for everyone. But uh, the mail is that he's going to sign. So that's great news for Port Adelaide. All right. Um, what it does mean is they've probably had to pay more and sign him for longer. That's generally mm. how it works. That's yep. one of the benefits of the players in free agency. They get a big, fat, long-term contract. All right. A, uh, the AFL has confirmed that, you know, on the back of the incident uh, in the Crows-Sydney Swans game, the no. Ben Keys non-goal. <laughs> this uh, Laura Kane, the new boss, has said that she's actually travelled the world and checked out all of the systems from all the other sports, yep. how they manage this sort of she's thing. Travelled the world. Yeah, she's she actually, they have. She went there. Well, yep. she went to the different sports yep. and checked out all checked the different out. technologies. Yeah. What did she say? Uh, Not she's much. She said AFL it's a very tough game yeah. to be able to set cameras up in the position to get mm. perfect results. If you think time. about it's it, weird, a tennis court. Because we could see it on the camera immediately. Oh, righto. You could see Loss. it in person. So what they've done so as a result to you, of that, Loz, mm. is put an extra person in there, and they did that straight away in the finals last year so that communication is quicker, so that what happened on that day was the pool come into play quickly and you couldn't stop the play at that point. Yeah. That will not happen again because that person in there communicating will communicate the umpire and say, stop. Yeah. We need to have a look at it. Just okay. And that won't happen again, apparently. All right, moving on. How's this? Australia lost to the West Indies last night in the third of the T20 really? games. I don't want to Didn't say Didn't even know it was on. on. Was that on Triple M? Uh, no. no, it wasn't. No, not Hang the on. T20s. I'm confused. Aren't the West Indies meant to be average? Yeah. 
I've been and aren't we meant to be the best? Year. Been, okay. I, I think they've been better than what they expected, haven't they? <laughs> People were complaining that and we're they were not as good as what we thought we were. I've been saying uh, it. No one agrees with me. Well, we're playing the West Indies. That's like playing a kid. That's oh, right. In the backyard. It is. And now they've beaten us. Yeah. It'd be good to Only one game. It was all. Hang on, they beat us in a test match, Rue. Huh? They beat us in yeah. a test match. Yeah, I know. Okay. Yeah. Hey, um, <laughs> what about this? It's been confirmed Monday Super Bowl, the most watched broadcast in US television history. Since the moon landing in 1969. Wow. Bold ass. That's what we're being told. 123 mm. million viewers, they're saying. Wow. Worldwide or in America? Uh, that's in America. Most since the moon landing. Incredible. All just to watch Taylor Swift. The Taylor Swift beer. benefit match. Yeah. yeah. God, it's lucky they won, I tell you what. <laughs> Unbelievable. <laughs> Boom! Love is in the air! Do you struggle saying, I love you? Are we lovers? Well, Loz, our resident love guru, is here to help with Loz's love language. You want to be my valentine? Thanks to Mount Lofty House. Spoil your loved one with a forever and always package this Valentine's Day. Visit mountloftyhouse.com.au Well, what better day to talk a bit of love than Valentine's Day? Valentine's Day. Day. Today is the day. Uh, We're joined by Josh. Good morning, Josh. Good morning, guys. How you going? Good, Josh. Thanks for coming in, Josh, and playing along with our little love language game. Romantic type. Yeah, yeah, oh. at least I think I am. Anyway. Yeah, okay. All right. <laughs> so Josh, thing. Josh has an interesting quest today. Uh, if you if you haven't heard this segment before, what he has to do is he has to get his partner on the phone, Sky, and he has to slip as many of these uh, love language pet name phrases into the one-minute chat as he can uh-huh. in order to win a $200 Mount Lofty voucher. Yep. Mount yeah. Lofty House, you can go and do the spa, you can go to Sequoia, you can, there's restaurants restaurant, outstanding. Hardy's Restaurant, Hardy's Veranda. Massage, anything yeah. you want up there, or you can even stay yeah. the night. Now, uh, are you engaged or girlfriend, partner? Yes. What? No, we're, we're engaged. We've been engaged for be coming up two years okay. Uh, okay. in March. All right. What does she do? Uh, so she works for the NDIS. She's a oh, government great. worker. Oh, yep. nice. Cool. Yeah. Okay. Lovely. And, what, you... and what do you do? Real estate. Okay. Yeah. You're selling a few at the moment? Yeah, selling like hotcakes. Yeah, going right. Who do you work for? <laughs> Owens Cassidy. Owens Cassidy. Hotcakes, that might be Cassidy. on the list. <laughs> <laughs> right, All right. Does she, uh, is she used to getting a little bit of uh, sort of saucy language, a bit of love language? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I, we very rarely call each other by our first names. It's always a pet name, usually. Okay. So. Mm. Talk so, filth all the time, do you? Yeah, yeah. Not, not feel through. Not really. <laughs> so this is the list of, of things he has to get into the conversation. They all have different dollar amounts. When she's suspicious, if she calls you out, that's where the buck stops, okay? So we've got the usual pet name for you guys, which you use, Honey Buns. That's $5. Tater Top, $10. Tater Top. Yeah, see, Josh is unfortunately at the end of this run. They've gotten weird, okay? At the beginning of this segment last week, it was like sugar, and now it's like (laughs) schmoopy. Which yeah. is fifty dollars. Okay. The twenty dollar one is Milady, yeah. but it has to be in a regal accent. Can you do that, Josh? <laughs> Milady. Yeah, that's oh. good. Oh, oh, I might even give you. You're a pro. <laughs> <laughs> Too many Game of Thrones. A hundred dollars is naughty girl, oh. and if you can get the phrase "Come on down to Pleasure Town" into the chat without her becoming suspicious, it is an instant win. All right. As with I always say, do not up. lead with that. You will lose the money immediately. Uh, All right. The sky might come right. crumbling down. Let's get, <laughs> let's get Sky on the blower, shall we? Hi, Amy. Hey, Honey Buns. How you going? I'm good. I just um, had a couple of meetings. Uh, you got a busy day today, Tater Tot? Um, yeah, I've got, I have to get this application out and I've got a couple of um, one-on-ones I have to do and... 
Yeah, that's pretty much it. Nothing too exciting. Um, uh, what time are you coming home? I'll be home a bit later on today. I'll be out and about uh, for most of the afternoon, so I'll probably just leave at normal time. Um, my little schmoopy. Uh, okay. Um, what, what do you want for dinner? Um, oh, probably just something in the fridge. I mean, we'll probably have a, a good night tonight, I guess, because it is Valentine's Day, my lady. <laughs> I can't wait for... A break. I come so excited for this weekend. So yeah, yeah, and no, I'm excited too. Um, going down to Taylor Swift, aren't we, naughty girl? <laughs> yes. Don't say that in front of Tess and Danny. God. <laughs> no, no, of course not. No, but uh, I assume we'll have some alone time so that we can come on down to Pleasure Town. <laughs> Honey, what is with you this morning? <laughs> hey, it's Rudy Dixon Loz from Triple M Sky. You've been part of Loz's love language and you succeeded. You won a $200 voucher to Mount Lofty House, one of the best places in South Australia. Are you with Sean? Is this a fr- No. No, no, this, no, is no real, you Sorry, Scott, this is real, Dan. Sorry, This is real. You've just won a $200 voucher. Hi. Hi. <laughs> happy Valentine's Day. Oh, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Now, let's go back to Naughty Girl. Who can't you say that in front of? Uh, it's my sister and brother-in-law. We're going away with them this weekend. <laughs> now, well, I, I do feel like you, you didn't really pick up until come on down to Pleasure Town, but was there something else he said that, that made you go, what the hell's gotten into him this morning? Oh, well, <laughs> it's not like... Uh, it's not that different for him to say stuff like that. So was it? Uh, oh, yeah, there was a bit of a pause after Schmoopy. Yeah, yeah I don't think he knew what was going on there. But, uh, well done, Josh, and well done, Sky. Thanks yeah. for being part of Loz's love language. Yeah, enjoy Mount Lofty House. You'll have a great yeah. time. Thank you so much, guys. Good on See you, you naughty well girl. <laughs> <laughs> let, let us know what pleasure town's like. <laughs> so I noticed something yesterday that I think might be something that we all do. And I'm not sure that we should do it. So I was walking into work and we park just around on Franklin Street. We've got, I've got to walk through a parking garage and a, an alleyway to get into the the building, right? Yeah, yeah. And at about 5.30 in the morning, you know, you get a few types around. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, yeah. Which is fine. Every All different kind <laughs> of people leaving operators. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> Wandering the streets. Speaking to themselves in all oh, sorts yeah. of voices. Right. Yeah. You learn a lot. Anyway. I was walking through the alleyway to get in and uh, I heard footsteps, which is, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, as, as a woman in the dark of the night, it's not really what you want to hear in an alleyway. And I turned around and I saw the bloke and I immediately felt safe and secure <laughs> because he was wearing high vis. Now, <laughs> what do you mean? I just went, oh, it's fine. He's just, a, oh. he's just a, he's worker. a worker. He's working. And then I thought, as I was in the elevator mm. going in, I said, well... Anyone can wear high vis, <laughs> even murderers. They could go to Kmart yes. and buy a high vis jacket for two dollars yeah. or whatever it is, yeah. or ten dollars. Yeah. And it's this weird thing where I think Australians are very trusting of people in or like tradies, tradies, people with lanyards. See, I like admire the, I clipboard. admire handymen. Yeah, I just do <laughs> yeah. immediately because I can't do anything. Yeah. I'm useless. Yeah, and when I see blokes that can just do things, I'm like, yeah. bloody, oh, that's impressive. It really so is. I know what you mean. There's this level of respect, isn't there? There's all sorts of stories of people getting into things just by wearing high vis. Yeah, like into festivals yes. and you know, I mean, yeah. I've had look important. Look important. If if I see someone in a lanyard. I immediately assume that they're meant to be wherever they are. That's right. <laughs> they could be just anyone and I just yep. think, oh, yeah, yeah he's yeah. got a clipboard he there. He's got a pen in his pocket. Yeah. I have a thing where if I'm, I don't know what it is, I must have an energy of 
an, a, a retail employee because no matter – I could be wearing pyjamas and someone will come up to me and going, sorry, do you, do you work here? Do you know where <laughs> – if I'm wearing black in Maya, mm. I may as well just put oh, on yeah. a name tag and yeah. do a shift yeah. because I'm showing people where things mm. are. Haberdashery's just over there. Yes, yeah. I'm like, what, you went second <laughs> floor <laughs> and talk to Janine. She's, <laughs> I don't know what it is, but yeah. So Hive is. Trustworthy. Can go anywhere. Right. Can go anywhere. All right. And that'll stay the same until someone murders or rapes. I, th- or I honestly don't think it would change. I don't think it would change. It is so ingrained in us that we trust people. With Hivey's. I reckon Ron Fitzgerald, uh, when I, the year I, we won the flag at the Crows 9 out, I reckon he got out to the, the, uh, all the players and officials in the centre square because he knocked yeah. off a, a jacket, um, <laughs> him and his mate, and they ran out to the middle. Really? Yeah, I'm pretty certain. What year right. was this? 98. 98. Um, he got out there because he knocked off that and then they just assumed, like you did, yeah. assumed, yeah. oh, he's got the jacket on, he's fine. We see the high vis we assume that they're, a, you know, oh, oh, I've got a good one. My friend, not my friend, it was Tomo who I used to work with, his mate's phone fell out of his pocket while he was on the balcony at the wool shed and it went into the veranda and mm. down into the gutter. Yeah. The next day he showed up, not even a tradie, showed up with, in, with his friend in a ute, put on a high-vis jacket, yeah. got a ladder out, put some cones around it right. and climbed onto the roof <laughs> That's what of they the wool do. shed and nobody questioned yeah. a nah. thing. Yeah. No look, one questioned just anything. Just look like he should be yep. there. Sorry, sir, on your way. Yep. Yeah. Literally <laughs> do anything in high-vis. I just want to uh, shout out to Tomo as well. Tomo, not a friend, no, it was Tomo. <laughs> Not a friend. Um, anyway, but Tomo, no, it was she Tomo's does like friend. him. She loves him. It was Tomo's yeah. friend. Yeah. I don't Bigger mean, than a friend. Yeah. He's more than a friend. Yeah. He's an acquaintance. <laughs> to all the tradies out there, everyone wearing high vis this morning, Loz just, just trusts you. you well, know, like, I think we do as a society. If we see yeah. someone, I was walking down an alleyway in, in the dark on the way in here, which is sort of feels, it's an unsafe feeling experience. And I heard footsteps and I turned around. And because the guy was in high vis, I met it. It was like, yeah. thank you for your service, sir. Like literally, <laughs> you're a trustworthy, you're a gentleman and a scholar, yeah, you know, yeah, and I yeah. just felt safe. And then I thought, I don't know if that's true, actually. Mm. It could be mm. a psycho. But... Well, there's plenty of people that are like you, Loz. Let's go to Victor Harbour. Kim, uh, what have you witnessed? What have you got into? Well, we had a, a pretty busy night on the Grand Prix big ball party in 1986, and we modelled our overalls on the BMW team. Oh, right. um, <laughs> oh. And um, it was an all-nighter, so we thought we'd push our luck the next day, and we actually got into the Grand Prix oh. where, the, uh, where the crews Part got the in crew. through the gate. Yeah. Part uh, of the crew. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, good on you, Kim. Sounds like a ripper. Let's go to One Tree Hill. Lorna, where have you got into with your high vis? Uh, it wasn't me, but it was uh, some people that I knew about 30 years ago. They needed to do some paving, uh, so they took a, a white ute with a trailer, uh, pulled up behind some council pavers that had been dropped on the side of the road no. to, to do the footpath, <laughs> loaded it all onto the trailer, oh. didn't get questioned and did all their paving. Wow. I'm not condoning this. No. no. Good on you, Lorna. <laughs> you would never do a thing like no. that, Lorna. Not with a name like Lorna. No. no. You would never do that. Let's go to Windvale. Graham, what have you done in the hive-is? Uh, it wasn't actually me, but there's a guy in Victoria that worked for a seafood company and he used to borrow his mate's shirt buy a dozen oysters, put them in a styrofoam tray with a bit of ice, then run up to the guy on the gate before the game started and said, quick, I've got to take these upstairs 
the chef's waiting for me. Oh, he would no. open them up, show him the oysters, and then he went in. He got into about five grand finals doing it. Oh, oh, my God. That's genius. Uh, when have people just chucked on a high-vis jacket, mm. looked important, and snuck into an event? <laughs> yeah. uh, you've got one there, really. Uh, we've got calls coming everywhere here. There's one on the text line, 0488 the Auto Masters text line. We knew some people that had a shack down at Aldinga. The entire house was emptied out by two guys in a high-vis in the truck. Neighbours oh. saw it, didn't question anything. Mm. Oh. Uh, that was a couple of years ago. I just got a mate who is a screw at Yatla. He said they've got a couple of blokes in there at the moment. He used to hire white vans, cruise around, um, high-vis on, cruise in. Neighbours would just think, oh, yeah, well, they're tradies. They're fine. Go in and knock off whatever they wanted oh, to. So I've got a, uh, we're a bit too trusting. I've yeah. got a very well-known, uh, what shall I say, Channel 7 Sports presenter okay. who said, uh, my concreters put on my Channel 7 Sport polos and just walked into the footy for about 10 years. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Part of the broadcast what? room. Yeah, just wear a Channel 7. Yeah, we're Abba, you should have just paid him, hey, mate. I didn't say Abba. You should have just paid him, you tight oh, ass. You just no. gave him a Let's go to Plimpton Park, uh, Peter. Uh, Plimpton Park, Peter, there. Hey. All the peas. Uh, tell us about your high-vis experience. Uh, I was on a family holiday in 2010, uh, taking my girls to America, and we were in Universal, and we met up with another family from here. that had. So there was quite a lot of kids. I mean, wanted to get to a certain part of the attraction that was absolutely packed there. And my mate, who's a, a bigger bloke, had a bright orange um, top on and suddenly he stood out in the middle of everyone and started directing traffic oh, and cl- cleared a, a path and we walked straight through to the attraction. Oh, <laughs> in Disneyland? No, this was Universal in Florida. Oh, oh wow. Right. That's yeah. different. Well done. All right. Good stuff. <laughs> Natalia Morfavale, what did you do? Hi, good morning, everyone. Um, I work as a night shift courier delivering lost bags and stuff, yeah. and I have my airport, basically. I basically just walked into the tarmac. The, oh, the tarmac? You can walk yeah. out onto the tarmac because you've got a high-vis on. You've got a high-vis on. There's no, there's no security door. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. That scares me. That scares me slightly. a little bit. Security <laughs> breach, Adelaide Airport. Yeah. Security <laughs> breach. Let's go oh, to Kingswood. She's wearing high-vis, it's fine. Yeah, that's right. Let's go to Kingswood. <laughs> Alex, what have you done in a high-vis? Yeah, I was uh, just down the local hut, uh, landscaper yard, and in my trader ute, boots, high-vis, yeah. and uh, looked over, and the Messiah was there. Who? Malcolm Blight. Oh, <laughs> what was he doing down there? I oh, just fiddling, filling his trailer with something. Yeah. And he, he's looked over and he's going, hey, mate, do you reckon you could give us some advice on this? And I went, yeah, I reckon I could. Oh. <laughs> you weren't even working there. You just had a high vis on. I actually said to him, look, mate, I don't work here, but. <laughs> <laughs> the bark tips are better than the uh, yeah. compost. That's right. brilliant. Triple M Breakfast with Rue Dits and Lies. When do I get paid? It's time for Joe's Joke. Which Rusciuto kid's telling jokes today? Is it Joe, Nick, Tom, Sophie, Rosie or Rocco? Spin the Rusciuto kid wheel. Okay, good morning. Who have we got there? Rocco and Tom. Hello, Yay! boys. How are you, boys? Good. Now, just remind everyone again, how old are you, Tom? Turning eight this year. This year. And oh. Rocco? Uh, I'm... Ten. Ten. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you forgot your teacher's name the other week. You nearly forgot your age then, Rocco. Are you awake? No, just got up. Oh, oh, just, just got, got up. Hey, Tom, just hey, Tommy, up, right. just, just so you know, you and I have the same birthday. 
Do you? Yeah, we do. What on day? The, the 4th of April. Really? Okay. Well, Tom, that's cool, isn't it? Yeah. 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 Pretty good. Now, uh, what's been happening, boys? Tell me, when you get home from school each day, what do you like to do? Do you get out in the backyard and play footy or cricket or bar? What, what do you do? I sometimes get a zooper duper. Oh. <laughs> you get a zooper duper. That's a fun that's thing to do. That's an ice block. What is a zooper duper? It's ice, ice block. block. Is that? Yeah, oh. good in the summer. You know the long tube ones right. with the frozen oh, liquid okay. inside? Good. Yeah, what's your right. fa- What's your flavour? Uh, what colour? What colour do you like? Pink. Pink's pink. good. The pink one. Yeah. Right, right. Fairy floss, that one is. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Now, are you boys doing footy training yet? Is it nearly footy season? Uh, start next week, don't you, boys? I think next week or the week after, and then get into it. You've been playing basketball lately. The boys have been right. getting into the basketball. Mm, cool. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now, how many jokes have you got today? Two. All right. All right. Go for it, Tommy. What did one pig say to the other pig on Valentine's Day? Oh. What did one pig? <laughs> All right, what did the pig say to the other pig on Valentine's Day? Don't go baking my heart. Oh, <laughs> very nice. All right, now have you got one, one for us, Rocco. Good yeah. one. What's yours, Rocco? Why are Saturdays and Sundays the strongest days? Why are they the strongest days? The rest of weekdays. Yeah, oh. <laughs> that's good. Oh. All right, all right, hey, boys, behave yourselves today, eh? Yep. Oh. Yeah, well, that doesn't sound too Hang convincing. It <laughs> wasn't convincing. No. You hear what I said? Behave yourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Right, yep. Good boys. All right, all right have See a good boys. day. We'll catch you later. See you, boys. Tom and Rocco. All right. What, what can you tell us? Really? No, nah, nothing. Oh. They've been okay. A little bit off track. Boys <laughs> 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 off the rails. Needed an early night last night. Let's yeah. just say that. <laughs> one triple three five three without teeth. Uh, one triple three five three. If you got some jokes, give us a call Bloody right now. Disciplinarian over mm. here. Yeah, they take after their mum. Mm. Oh, yeah. Black Triple M breakfast with Rudits and Lies. When do I get paid? It's time for Joe's Joke. Yeah, joke time with the kids. We've got Sarah on the line. Hello, Sarah. Hi. How old are you? Eleven. 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 All right. And uh, what school do you go to? St. Mary's College. Oh, in town. One of the big schools. Yeah. All right. Who's who's driving you to school? My mum. Good on you, mum. Good on you, All right. What's the best thing about school, Sarah? What do you like doing? Playing with my friends. Yeah, no, who's, who's your best friend? If you or have you got lots? Um, I've got one best friend. Who? What's What's her name? Layla. 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 All right. Great Good morning, name. Layla. All right, Sarah. What's your joke? Why did the student eat his homework? <laughs> Why did the student eat his homework? Why? His teacher told him it was a piece of cake. Piece of cake. There you go. I like that. Who have we got here? We've got Ruby. Good morning, Ruby. Good morning. Hello, <laughs> darling. I love your name. That's yeah, my niece's I name. I love Ruby. Yeah, oh, it's fantastic. a good name. How old are you, Ruby? Hi. Eleven. Eleven? And what school do you go to? Kidman Park Primary. Kidman oh, Park. Is that, a, is that a good school? Yep. What's your teacher's name? Miss Mary. Miss Mary. Hello, Miss Mary. Hello, Miss Mary. Be nice to Ruby today, Miss Mary. All right, what's your joke, Ruby? Why do ducks have tail feathers? Why do ducks have tail feathers? Why? 
To cover their butt quacks. Oh, <laughs> yes. Like that one. Like that one, Ruby. Cover my butt oh, quack. You guys have got family passes to AFL Max, a great place to party, learn, train and play. It's all indoors. Book at aflmax.com.au. Are we allowed to say butt quacks on triple? I oh, don't sure know. Are. I would have thought kids in cars, but she oh, was Ruby. a kid in a car. Right well, out of 100 lines, Ruby. If she's not performing at the Fringe in the 27 Club, she's on stage fronting the the Super Super Jesus. Jesus. Please welcome lead singer Sarah McLeod. Oh, she's our favourite. She's back in the studio to join us. Sarah, good morning. (laughs) Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Hello. Ah, The best show down at the Fringe 27 Club. I only went five times last year. It was year before I went four times. Sarah, have you taken the restraining order (laughs) off of you? Seriously. I think I might need to renew it. <laughs> last year, he'd come in and go, I went to the 27 Club again last night. <laughs> You've been about five times. I know, but it People is so seem good. to do that. They keep going back and back and back. The same show but, beats me. But they're no, the great songs. The great, I want to, hang on, before we get to that, though, I want to ask you about what you did for us recently, the Taylor Swift What haven't I done for you recently? Oh, no. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Kids are listening. <laughs> I, um, come on the, now. The Taylor Swift thing, that was magnificent. Oh, yeah, that was Did fun. you enjoy that? I did because she's just got so many great songs and the lyrics are so good. You could you could play those songs on one leg, like on a violin, and it would sound mm. amazing. Yeah. yeah. So it was really hard to choose which song. And then I was like, okay, you've got to try and sort of make it your own. So I thought, how do I make it my own? So I got the guitar and I tuned it to low C tuning, like the same as the Super Jesus song Down Again. Yeah. And then I had to, then I sort of try and rewrite it, put it back together in this weird tuning so it would have a little bit of oomph and I could write some riffs into it. Mm. I did notice that about the guitar. It had such a unique sound and it sounded very you. Yeah. And it is a really it. hard song to sing. It is a ma- jumps up an octave and it's really hard to do. Yeah, so it starts you, all low you, and stuff. Yeah. Have we got a little bit of it here? Red lips and rosy cheeks. When I was doing that, I, I had to, because I had to do it in one take mm. and I did it a few times and then I'd make a mistake and go, damn, and start again. And then when I finally got through the song and I hadn't made any mistakes, I'd realised I hadn't thought of what to do at the end. So when when I get to the end, I'm sort of going, um, <laughs> I can hear it. And I'm like, that's that part where I'm going, how does this end? I never even listened to the end of Taylor's. Yeah. I just listened to the first bit and went, yeah, I got this, let's go. Yeah. And then I got to the end and I was like, <laughs> what I guess you I'll the just, end? I just sort of did a roll. La, yeah. la, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, well, I'm at the end. That's good. Uh, wrapping up songs is harder than people think. It's like yeah. wrapping up a radio break. You just, you think it should just naturally end, but you've got to find a way to do it. It's uh, you've got to find a way to do it. Yeah. Billy Joel right. would call that the bailout ending. Yeah, the bailout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the Twenty Seven Club. Uh, for those listening for the first ever time, just tell us what it's about again. The concept. It's a show that we've put together about the songs and the stories of all the rock stars that died at age twenty seven. And there's an incredible list: Janis Joplin, Jimi Hendrix, Kurt Cobain, Robert Johnson, um, Amy Winehouse, Amy Winehouse, yeah. and Jim Morrison. Yeah. What Bloody a list. Hell. And you sing, you sing their yeah. songs. Yeah. We sing their songs and we tell the story of their lives and we have projections yeah. behind and it's it's a great show. Like it's really the, the the songs are so good, you know. It's just great song after great song. And then when you get a bit of background about uh, each each artist, it's sort of like a bit of a school of rock and roll history. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I got to say I brought my family and they're all musicians and they're very fussy and they Loved it. They're coming back next year, this year, sorry, and um, bringing more people with me 
I've just, I loved it so much. Oh, great. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, Seriously. Good. We won some awards too, apparently. Yeah. Yes. Best Music Award 2021. That was um, the, the first year. That, that was the first year that I was in it. Anyway, that was, I think that was the second year that they did it. And it's every year it gets better. So what are we now? Twenty four. You should hear it this year. Yeah, oh, you got, <laughs> a, got a few differences yeah. this year, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. We got slightly different scripts, slightly different arrangement, different medleys, some different songs. Tweaked. Beautiful. Yeah. The people like Dusty, Carla, the people that they are yeah. the most talented people in Australia. Like seriously. Yeah, and the Wanderers are such a good band. Yes, so you can just rely on them. They just they sound Maddie on drums. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. and it's yeah. just really that kind of style. For, for this kind of music, they're the right kind of band yep. for it. They've got the soul and the, mm-hmm. the edge. We should say, so Dusty Lee Stevenson, so he's from the Wanderers, Kevin Mitchell, Jebediah, yep. and Carla Lippis, who's a an weapon. international singer. Like oh I know she's, she's performed all over the world in, in some incredible theatres. She's an absolute weapon. I learn yeah. every time she opens her mouth, I go, Ah. <laughs> her okay. range and is Which is great because her freakish. and I sort of move off each other a bit and we try and outdo each other. Like, oh, my God, Carla just did that. <laughs> oh, I'm going to do this. <laughs> so, which is so great. You're going to do one today for us, aren't you? I'm going to go and do Shop. one for now, you right Just now. before you do that, uh, just to give you a bit of an insight into our producer who's uh, in his 20s. <laughs> oh, no. He said, uh, Sarah's going to cover a song for us. Uh, mm. uh, what was it? Uh, Mr. McGee. <laughs> and I, of course, went, what? And then he go- he went, oh, it's me and Bobby McGee. <laughs> it was close. Mr. Me McGee. and Mr. McGee. Can you do a Mr. McGee? Can you cover Mr. McGee yeah. for us? Yeah, I'm do me and Mr. McGee. Yeah, I can't get involved. I can't just have Mr. McGee out there by himself. Oh. <laughs> that guy's blind as a bat. He'll never get anywhere. That's it. That's it. Hey, the 27 Club at the Fringe, it's on in Gluttony. Uh, get your tickets now. This sells out every night. Sarah, looking forward to it so much. Thanks for coming in and thanks for singing a song for us as yeah, well. Cool. Thanks. Tell all your friends. It's yeah. going to be rad. Man, yeah. 27 Club. 27 <laughs> Club at the Fringe. Busted flat in Baton Rouge Waiting for the train And I was feeling near as faded as my jeans Bobby thumbed a diesel down Just before it rained Rode us all the way to New Orleans I pulled my harpoon out of my dirty red bandana I was playing soft while Bobby sang the blues, yeah Windscreen wipers slapping time as Holding Bobby's hand in mine We sang every song that driver knew Freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing, it means nothing baby if it ain't free And feeling good is easy Lord when we sang the blues Feeling good ain't good enough for me Good enough for me and my Bobby McGee From the Kentucky coal mine to the Californian sun Yeah, Bobby held the secrets of my soul Through all kinds of weather, to everything we've done Yeah, Bobby, baby, he kept me from the cold, yeah One day I'm near Selena, Lord, I let him slip away He's looking for that home and I hope he finds it Cause I train on my tomorrow 
hand next to mine Oh, freedom's just another word for nothing left to lose Nothing, and the song Bobby gave to me Feeling good is easy, Lord, when you sang the blues Feeling good is good enough for me Good enough for me and my Bobby McGee. Bobby McGee. Bobby McGee. Unbelievable. That's what you'll hear at the 27 Club so down good. at the Fringe. Bloody I love hell. it. That was she incredible. It. Powerful stuff. Ooh, goosebumps. This morning. 104.7 Triple M. Stay cool with an Automasters aircon service. Call 1300 Automasters. Have you heard? Have you heard? Have you heard? Your rumor file's been on the money a few times. Every morning at 7.40am, hear what's happening in Adelaide first. Mm. The Rumour Mill. I heard Peter Malinowskis there. We might have to send him a little message just to ask him about Pearl Jam, see if there's been anything locked in there. Pearl Jam, yep. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. All right, a little rumour on the text line again. The tech people are getting involved on the Automasters text line on 0488 Loving it. Um, rumour from a very close source to the action. We've, we spoke about the Ocean Bar and Kitchen on top of the Henley Surf Club about November last year, yeah. I reckon. New, re- new restaurant. Yeah, that yeah. was going to open up down there, and it did open up. And that I'm was hearing its good name things about it, too. Very busy down there. Mm-hmm. Um, great spot, beautiful views, all of that. Brilliant. Uh, the rumour here says that they are looking to expand and get granted a licence at the bottom of the Surf Lifesaving Club, which yeah. would Ooh. give them the opportunity to serve food and drinks on the beach to a similar operation to the Mosley Beach Club. Oh. Really? And they're looking at that for next summer. Ah, that's exciting. Is that confident? He says, send me the money Ooh. as soon so, as it happens. Is the Mosley the only sort of one of its kind in South Australia? Yeah. Like, yeah, yep. it's pretty yep. unique to have that. Yeah. I, I have been thinking about this. The beach surf, the surf clubs are just prime real estate. Beautiful. They're right on the ocean. They're massive. Yeah. They've got all the facilities. Mm. There's parking. Like, 
of course, it's a genius idea to do them up and have them, you know. Yeah. Like, it's a great idea. That's good. Mm. I like it. Very well, cool. Well, uh, I happen to know the owner. I'll follow that up and right. find out if that is true. And uh, this anonymous texter might win $1,000 at the end of the month. Okay. Yep. There you go. Oh, the text line's been on fire on 048851047, the Automasters text line. Tell Lo- uh, Loz Ivan Malat wore high-vis. What? Did Ivan Malat, did he wear high-vis? Oh, we were saying earlier that you just in- implicitly trust people mm-hmm. in high-vis. They uh, get in everywhere. Yeah. Hopefully. Didn't uh, High Real can confirm Charlie and the cattle station. I was informed by an insider two weeks ago. That's about the Shaheen rumour? Yes, mm-hmm. about buying a million-acre yep. cattle station. Eddie Vedder loves Adelaide. Lock in the Adelaide 500. I've heard a rumour he does know a few people in Adelaide. And he loves the wine and yeah. the, yep. Yeah, so, so we announced uh, about 20 minutes ago Pearl Jam Australian Tour. Mm-hmm. And they're playing Sydney, Melbourne, Gold Coast, not Adelaide, but there is a free night. They're not playing on mm. the Friday or the they're, Sunday. They're in they're in Melbourne on the Saturday. That's right. The Friday and the so, Sunday are free. Yeah. It'll be tricky, but they could do uh, it. Lots of texts about Sarah McLeod singing Bobby McGee. Absolutely brilliant. And so good. Heaps of people doing that. And a bit of feedback from myself at the top of the hour when we did the quickie for 400 bucks. Very controversial. Rue, you are an effing tight ass yes. uh, oh. for not giving yeah. it a uh, Poor Zoe, a diabetic yeah. drunk who can't drive, and Rue says no. Yeah, that's very good feedback. Chocolate and wine very was good uh, feedback. advice. Yeah, yeah. There you right. go. Your first chance to win $50,000 oh, from yeah. 9 a.m. This? this morning, the no repeat work day. If you hear two songs played, the same artist, the same title between 9 and 4, you'll go in the draw to win $50,000. It's Triple M's no repeat work day. It's Rue, Ditz, and Loz for your Wednesday morning. I'm right. feeling great today. I went to the Cairo ye- yesterday and had my neck cracked. Is this Kurt the Canadian Cairo? Kurt the Canadian Cairo. I yeah. love Kurt. He's I know great. Kurt. And uh, do you guys all go to Kurt? Rude, oh, I, I think. Yeah. yeah. And I tell you what, there's a growing list of women going there too. Oh, oh. oh. should be not Kurt the chiropractor. Kurt the Canadian cute chiropractor. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah, he's a very handsome man. Morning, Kurt. Well, I'm just there to get a, an alignment. I don't know what you okay. know everyone oh, else yeah, is going in for. Right. He cracked my neck. It was because I haven't been in a year, mm. and I do this thing where if I don't go in, I put it off and I put it off. It's like it, it goes too far where you just feel crack louder the longer you have it. Well, ever. whatever was going on in my neck, it was the earth shook. It was like a magnitude two point whatever. <laughs> and after, because it went, and, then, and he went, ooh, that was good. And then he went, ooh, that was beautiful. So he liked it. He liked he it. it. And oh. then I admitted to him something, okay. which is that I really enjoy, as a guilty pleasure, mm. watching videos on YouTube oh, of people no. getting alignments. You're Come kidding. on, The Loz. crunching sound. Get off your phone. It's satisfying. It's just when I can't sleep at night and I'm just lying there. You can there. watch other people get their necks cracked. Yeah, and I wouldn't even go in myself. Gee. That says a lot about me. But oh. he said that this is a phenomenon, and he said a lot of his clients are coming in now asking for specific alignments because they've seen it on these YouTube videos. Oh, really? And he's like, People he watching wasn't YouTube now telling uh, chiropractors how to crack their necks. Yeah, couch critics. That sounds really Armchair safe. experts. But he said it doesn't really work like that. You can't, like, pick a, an alignment. Right. <laughs> sort of what you yeah. need is yeah. what you get. Okay. But anyway, so that's my thing at the moment. All right, cool. Please welcome to Triple M Breakfast, the premier. Bit of a serious one this morning. Uh, I don't know about you, but I'm sick and tired of reading about youth crime 
in, look, it's happening right across the nation. We know Queensland's in a bad way, Victoria's in a bad way, but I'm concerned about us here in Adelaide. Yep. 12-year-old kid stabbed earlier in the week. We find out the lad that did it was out on bail. Last week, 14-year-old kids go to a car yard in Gawler and just trample over the cars oh, and destroy them. Bakeries getting broken into yep. cheesecake shops, yep. just mindless violence uh, everywhere. Luxury cars in houses, the kids just come in and steal your car and go for a joyride. When is enough enough? What are we doing about it? I want to go straight to the top. The Premier's on the line. Premier... Is this on the agenda at the moment? Are you discussing youth crime? Uh, the short answer to that question is yes, Dids. It's something that we've been in conversations with um, SAPOL about, the South Australian Police about, particularly around resources, but also, you know, are our laws in South Australia structured in such a way that best address the issue of youth crime? I mean, the thing that boggles my mind, to be frank about it, is often we're talking about really young people. Um, yep. When we're talking about 10, 11, 12-year-olds, uh, these aren't you know, mature minds. How do they find themselves in a situation where they're out in the streets? In the first instance, even where, where is the adult supervision? These are sort of the elementary mm. questions that you've got to ask. But just to give you a bit of context, because I'm not going to try and sugarcoat anything, um, we do know that according to all the stats that the number of youth offenders has increased by 11% in South Australia. Is that it? Um, well, an 11% increase, That well, I think that's a startling number. Well, it's bad, but it, doesn't, it feels like it's a lot more than that, Pete. Well, sometimes it feels like more than it is, yep. but 11%, in my mind, is still a substantial increase. Yep. But but when we look at it relatively to how we you know compare as a state, because all these numbers are measured across the country and compared and so forth, and in South Australia, our youth offender rate, in comparison to all the other states and territories, is actually the lowest except for the ACT. So the ACT lowers than us, but we're lower than every other state in the country. And what we don't want to see is us be replicate what we're seeing in Queensland, which is a, I think, being characterised as a, you know, a full-scale crisis, which is why policing resources is an issue. Now, you mentioned parents. The obvious thing for all of us to say, and it's the right thing to say, is what are the parents doing? Where are they? Why aren't they looking after their kids? Why are kids out on the streets at three in the morning? That is an obvious thing to say. And, and therefore, the civil libertarians say, please don't pick on the kids. It's not their fault. However, me and my family and, Premier, you and your young family deserve to be safe. Absolutely. The reality is that when a young person uh, commits a crime, there has to be a consequence to it. Right. Um, and this is this is the important balancing act. Now, the way we punish a 10-year-old is clearly going to be different to the way we punish a 17-year-old or an adult, and that's what needs to be thought through rather carefully. But regardless, what we can't have is a situation where young people are committing crimes with impunity without having any sort of fear of consequence, because mm. that then has a range of other you know, flow on effects. Isn't that, that why the quite... older guys are getting them, the young ones, to do it? Because they just get out and they get off? Uh... Well, well, well this, this is a good point, Rue, and this is something that we're looking at closely and the Attorney-General is currently doing a piece of work on. What is the law, what is the regime we have when it comes to young people, you know, explicitly procuring young people to commit crimes on their behalf? Because that does happen. It just feels to me like the kids these days and teenagers are not... Uh, respectful of authority, they're not scared of authority, they're not scared of the ramifications, whether you're in school and you're picking on teachers or in your school picking on other kids or whether you're breaking into 
bakeries or cheesecake shops or bottle shops. There just doesn't seem to be the respect or uh, of anyone, and they just think they can get away with anything, and they probably pretty much have since they're kids. And I think there's a combination of all that, and it just doesn't seem like a winning formula. I don't know yeah. if I'm right or wrong, but that's what it feels like well, to me. To be honest, Ru, I think we've got to be careful about generalisations. Every generation complains about the one that follows, and that's been true forevermore. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and I think we want to be careful that we don't sort of characterise young people writ large as lacking respect. I, I meet a lot of young people in, in this gig that I find that are utterly inspiring. Well, there's a bigger proportion of people that don't have respect than before. Well, well, well that's the question. That's, that's the question is, you know, uh, is there a, a cohort or, or worst case scenario, a growing cohort of young people who are, you know, have little regard for others around them. And, you know, that, that is a, that is a societal issue, um, you know, and there were people who will prophesize a whole range of challenges, kids spending too much time on screens and phones and less time engaging in sort of mm-hmm. healthy social behavior, which is why we've got to choose. To, I mean, it sounds like a long bow, but we've got to choose to invest in sporting infrastructure. We've got to invest in kids um, doing other extracurricular activities that are healthy, engage their mind, and teach them how to learn the lessons of life. Premier, we've got to go, but uh, I'd be keen to get an update once the Attorney-General has handed down his report and see what sort of measures you may put in place. More than happy to. Good on you. Thanks so much, our Premier, Peter Malinowskis.